Welcome to episode number 50, how exciting, of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today, we are inviting you to celebrate the spring equinox with us. Actually, if we're going to be legitimate here, the spring equinox was technically yesterday, but we're celebrating it today because it's Tad Day. So yeah. And also, listen, if you're new to these things like the spring equinox, so are we. So um, let's use this opportunity to explore it together. And before we get going, let's highlight our favorite thing, which is the review of the week. This week's review of the week comes from Dre Stamp. Dre Stamp says, love this podcast. Both Allie and Carly are amazing souls. This podcast has been helpful for pushing me to start a blog for myself and speak my truth. They are both honest and inspiring. I love listening to them both and how real they are. Thank you, ladies, for sharing time with us. It always means so much to us to read these reviews, and you guys know that. We can't thank you enough for taking the time to drop a little note about what this podcast means to you and for helping us grow this community. As always, if you'd like to be highlighted on the show, head on over to iTunes and drop us a little review, and uh, maybe we'll read it next week. And on that note, let's get started celebrating the spring equinox. Welcome to Truth and Dare a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Episode 50. What, what? So exciting. Um, We're like a middle-aged podcast. Oh my God, we are. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when you get to like episode 200? You're like great. Great grandmother Willow tree. Um, I also love that review of the week and that it's so cool that we're inspiring people to start new things and wade into uncharted territory, like creating a blog. We both know how hard it is to put yourself out there and create something and share your thoughts and um, opinions and teachings, whatever you're sharing with the world. So uh, to anyone who's doing that in their life, Congrats. Keep doing the work. Um, all right. So the spring equinox, um, I've done a little bit of work in the solstice equinox area, not tons. I think there's so much to learn about it. This is kind of like a introduction to how to celebrate if you're interested in doing that with us. So the equinox, um, what is it? It's an astronomical event caused by the tilt of the Earth's axis. Yes, you are in science class. Uh, This happens twice a year during the fall equinox and the spring equinox. And essentially, the Earth's tilt is in a perfect balance, meaning the sun crosses directly over the equator, making day and night equal in length. Or the way we perceive it, the world experiences perfect balance. Day and night and light and dark are coming into harmony. Uh, this whole equality moment in time makes it the perfect time to examine balance within our own lives. Uh, for those of you who do follow along, you might already know this, but if not, these different moments, so you have the fall equinox, um, this is a time to reflect on what you've achieved all year, maybe things that didn't manifest, how you planned, and to let go of anything that's not serving you as the new year approaches. 
You then have the winter solstice. This is that time that we reconnect to big goals and dreams. And we usually share them with a lot of our friends and family. We celebrate New Year's Eve and uh, we lay out that path ahead of us for the next year. Then we come upon the spring equinox, which is right now. And this is that time to reconnect to those big goals and dreams that you set, uh, to become aligned with what's happening in the world. And for those of you who live in colder climates, you are in this like rebirth, renewal phase. The light is coming out. Springtime is on the horizon. Flowers are budding. Animals are coming out of hibernation. You might be able to like take more walks during the day. You're maybe taking off a layer of clothing. So it feels like this rebirth and renewal. And today, that is what we're going to jam on together. How to bring balance back into our lives, focus on what matters, and continue living our truth and dare to change. So without further ado, let's talk about five ways to celebrate this holiday together. Yeah, let's just get right into it. So we've come up with five easy ways to break us all into the spring equinox. This is like the spring equinox guide for idiots. Remember those books? Like got a guide for dummies. For dummies. Yeah. There was a lot of them. Yeah, this is ours for you and also for ourselves because again, we're very new to this. So number one is do some spring cleaning. And what we mean here is declutter your life, declutter your house, declutter your shit, go through your stuff. We all have things that we could get rid of. And I think as women, we have this um, weird attachment to a lot of our stuff. Like I know that I've held on to like the weirdest clothes and shoes and strange trinkets for so many years that really serve no purpose in my life. But for some reason, I feel like I have to keep them. I'm sure many of you are nodding along um, in agreement with me right here. So as far as actual stuff, we're going to ask you to use this time to declutter. So go through your things and donate. Donate to a local um, church, charity, uh, Goodwill, um, Salvation Army, anywhere around you that accepts used goods. It feels really good to get rid of your stuff and to know that it's going to somebody who needs it more than you do. And there's nothing better than like filling up that garbage bag and dropping it off. It's like shedding a layer of skin. It's a good feeling. I, I totally agree. <laughs> so, yeah, we want you to look at your things first. We also, um, are, that's what we mean by reorganizing, excuse me. But when we think about spring cleaning, we've got, we kind of want to break it down a little bit further. So we think getting rid of stuff is really important, but we also want you to look at your relationships because we can't talk about decluttering our stuff without talking about decluttering our lives and the people in our lives. So take a look at your inner circle. Which relationships are serving you in this moment? Who's lifting you up? Who gets you? Who supports you? Um, who gives you unconditional love? Um, who makes you feel your best? And alternatively, who weighs you down? Who gives you anxiety? Who makes you feel really pressured to spend time with them, to hang out with them? Does the relationship feel um, more, I don't know, like a contract, like you feel like you have to fulfill it rather than something that you want in your life? And sometimes it's hard to see that because the relationship can change from something that you love to something that you feel like you have to be a part of over time. So use this time as um as a moment to really 
look at who's in your life in a non-judgmental way and decide who is most important, you know, and um, it can be scary. So go into this with courage and bravery. And the whole point of this is to bring balance back into your relationships. So we're not only bringing balance back into your closet, but we're bringing balance back into our relationships. Another way that we want you to consider decluttering is by thinking about the places in your life. And by that, we mean, where are you spending your time right now? This is a great time to reevaluate where you are, literally. Look around. Where are you working? Are you satisfied in this workplace? Where do you spend your free time? Are you happy here? For example, um, are you using your free time to check out a local yoga class or to go on a walk um, in a nature center? Or are you using your free time to get hammered at brunch every weekend and then feel like shit the next day because you were day drinking and then trying to wake back up and reel it all together because it's Monday, you know, back to the job example. We're not going to say, here's five steps to the spring equinox, quit your job. Like we get that, you know, you might be stuck in your work and we've totally been there, but just use this as a time to maybe think about if you are unsatisfied, are there baby steps that you can take to make the day more enjoyable? Um, maybe that you even go as far as considering browsing, um, looking for jobs on the internet on Indeed. Who knows? Or starting a side hustle, which um, we have a really good episode about the side hustle. We'll link to it in the show notes. But um, And the concept of a side hustle spans a lot of different areas of your life. So if you can't get out of the place that you don't enjoy working at, start a side hustle. It'll bring you so much enjoyment and passion and uh, it'll help you reconnect and bring some of that balance back into your life. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Very, very good point. And finally, in the terms of decluttering, we just want you to take a look at your habits. So uh, what we mean here is really, really simple stuff. Are you spending too much time on your phone? You know, are you not engaged enough in your close relationships? If this particular topic interests you, we recently did an episode actually on a social media detox. So you, we will also link to that in the show notes. But really, just to summarize, the decluttering of the spring equinox means looking at what's in your home that you can get rid of, looking at the people in your life that you can maybe weed through, place more importance on those who matter, less importance on those who don't, looking at the places where you spend your time and reevaluating it and looking at the things and habits that are currently defining you and trying to bring balance back into all of those things. Boom. <laughs> really well said. I mean, it's pretty early, Carl. We're doing really well. I know. Yeah, it is early. But Brains work well in the morning. All right. Number two, brains do work well with a cup of tea or mm -hmm. warm water in hand because we have to figure out how to not have our morning voice, uh, like our, I feel like a croaking frog right when I wake up. Okay. Number two, establish a healthy balance. And that sounds super vague, but let me dive in a little bit further. So women, right? This is a female podcast, female empowerment podcast. So we assume you're a woman tuning in. And essentially, you know, this is a really not new concept, but that women tend to put everyone else's needs before theirs. We are natural caretakers, um, givers of love and nurturance, uh, nourishment. And 
oftentimes we put ourselves last. It's just kind of innately built into us to do that. And while I think we've come a long way and we're taking back um, our time and what's important to us and carving out that sacred me time, I still think it is a challenge. And, um, you know, we want to encourage you to use this moment in time, this natural phenomenon, this seasonal holiday to bring balance back into your life by focusing on yourself and creating something that helps you do that. So we encourage you to choose one thing a week that is all about you, that helps you come back to that center, that midline, that core of who you are and reconnect to your truth. And, you know, Carly and I were brainstorming this and we were thinking, do we say like, do one thing an hour? And we know that every woman has a different schedule and a different life. And so we just want to encourage you to do one thing a week. And that might be that you go to that class at the yoga studio or at the bar or Pilates, Pilates studio. You might be getting a massage or a manicure, pedicure, something like in that nature of the world. You might be meeting a girlfriend for coffee. Um, you know, it could be anything in the world, but it's something that's for you and only you and the people in your life know that it's your time to take care of you and they respect that boundary. And, you know, for me, when I think about this, um, you know, I don't have kids, I don't have a pet and I'm in this kind of weird transient moment in my life living on a boat. But I think for me with setting a healthy boundary, it's about creating that work-life balance. Um, I've said it before on this podcast, but I can prioritize work and just focusing on my work and reading about my work and typing notes about my work over almost anything else. And so for me, it's prioritizing movement, meditation, sitting down and reading a book, um, you know, things that help me come back to my core versus straying away from my core by only focusing on my work. So think about that in your own life. Um, how are you not filling up your own cup? There's that like old adage, you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's so true. If you try to, you'll, you'll burn out. Um, so write this down, reflect on it, think about it. What is your one thing a week that you want to start doing so that you can come back to your core and, uh, bring that balance back into your life so that you can be that powerful, empowered woman who lives her truth. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, you know, we know those women who do have that balance and connection, like you can see it in people. There's a certain radiance when you work in partnership with your body and your mind and your soul. You're better at everything. You're a better worker. You're more creative. You're a better wife. You're a better mother. You're a better sister. So um, it really will have a trickle down effect into all areas of your life. And moving right along. Number three on this list is we can't talk about balance without talking about food, of course. So we wanted to do a little thing about refreshing your diet. And we did actually do a recent episode about cleaning up your diet, which we will link to in the show notes. And I don't want to get too repetitive here, but I think this is just a really good time, especially coming out of winter. And I know what it's like to live in a really cold place and just want to eat really dense heavy warming foods for about five to six months. <laughs> so it's a nice time to sort of look at your diet and just take a look at what you're eating. How does it make you feel? Are you feeling heavy? Are you feeling late, lethargic? 
Um, do you want that light pep in your step back that comes along with eating light foods? Um, so just do a little bit of an overhaul, do a little bit of an inventory, what's in your fridge, what's in your pantry, and focus on cleansing foods. So in that, I mean um, lots of fresh vegetable and fruit juices, soups and stews. If it's still cold where you are, which it probably is, what is it, March? Yeah, it's probably still snowing in a lot of places. So soups and stews, but focus on lots of heavy vegetables and maybe ditch like the creams and the meats and the cheeses for now. Uh, focus a lot on greens if you can get your hands on them. Lots and lots of water, herbal teas. Um, we're we're gonna link in the show notes to a really yummy detox vegetable soup that we like to make. That's super quick and easy. But essentially, this one's easy. Just use this moment to take a look at what you're eating and how can you regain balance in this area of your life as well. And how can you maybe let go of some of the um habits we pick up when we're all bundled up and freezing cold and maybe time to shed those so that we can feel lighter in every aspect of our lives. This reminds me we didn't do slug and the honey and both of our slug and the honeys are food related. Oh my God. You want to do it right now? Let's do it right now. What's your slug? My slug. Sorry guys. Wow. My slug and the honey is that I can't find any lemons anywhere and I want to make hummus so badly, but we are on we're on this island um, right above Grenada. And for some reason, they don't have citrus here. We're, we're in Caracau, Caracou, and um, no lemons, no limes, only grapefruits. And I just feel like I can't make grapefruit hummus. It doesn't feel right. I maybe could substitute vinegar, but again, I just think, oh, no, bad idea. We need lemons. We need lemons. Send help. Um, and then my uh, slug in the honey is yesterday. Uh, I had this huge egg salad sandwich. I mean, it was really good in the moment, but I knew as I was eating it and I told Carly, as soon as I finished eating it, I'm going to have a bellyache from eating like an entire mayo sandwich, um, especially because like I don't eat mayonnaise. Like I haven't eaten it in months. Um, and what do you know? I had a really bad stomach ache, like rushing to the restroom kind of stomach ache. And it's just a reminder in this moment that we're talking about food and like tuning into your body that, yeah, like it might be yummy to eat a mayo sandwich, but is it worth feeling like shit the rest of the day? I'm still not sure if I would say yes or no because it was so good. But on in all honesty, no, it's it's really not worth it. Um, it just t- sends you on a tailspin, you know, and then you probably, and then I like also eat a small slice of pizza after that. And anyway. It's that spiral where you do one thing and you're like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. So you just let it all go. Yeah, like I feel like shit in this moment, so I should just keep feeling like shit and then keep feeling like shit. And then a week's gone by and you really feel like shit. And it's the all or nothing mentality. Yep. We're breaking it. All right. Sorry. We're just like doing slugging the honey in the middle of the show now. Hey, at least we came back to it. Yeah. Okay. Number four. I love this one. We found it in another blog post. It is create a basket of support. So you can literally do this. Find yourself a jar or a basket and locate some pieces of paper and get a writing utensil. Um, write down on these pieces of paper 
the people in your life, the places or the objects that support you and your effort to live your truth and dare to change. So have a brainstorming moment and write all of those down on a piece of paper and then place those people, places, things into your basket of support. Once a week, uh, we encourage you to lift the piece of a piece of paper out of your basket. And if it's a person, um, or if it's a place or an object, you can do this sort of kind of, but let's say it's a person for this example. Um, you pick that person out of the jar and we encourage you to either consciously send them gratitude and love for supporting your journey or the more potent, um, option is to actually reach out and tell that person why they matter and how they're helping you and thank them. You can do this through email, text, phone call, whatever. We all know that when we reach out to people who matter in our lives, not only are you reminding them of the importance of the relationship, but you're also building this feedback loop that feels good because you reached out and you expressed your gratitude and your thoughtfulness towards that human being. Um, it's that shared hum- humanity, that connection that we're going for here. So this is a super simple one. And, you know, for Carly and I on the boat, we've been talking about how we don't have that constant communication anymore. And sometimes it can feel a little bit disconnecting. Like you're kind of out of the loop with your family and your friends and you're not there to share in the moment to moment conversations that are unfolding. Um, so keeping in touch with our family and friends has been really important to us. And we've been doing it through email, like longer form writing and updating our friends and family on all the nooks and crannies of life. And then of course, through text and phone call when we have the chance And it just feels good to talk to those people who build that foundation of support for you and are really here to encourage you to keep living that truth and like walking this path of individuality while you're still connected as a sisterhood and a community. So create that basket of support. And if you don't want to do the jar, the basket, you know, like maybe you just type a note in your phone of who those people are and keep them top of mind and reach out when you can. Our relationships are one of the most important things we have in our lives. And the books that Carly and I are reading in the Truth and Dare book club, I think they reaffirm that over and over again, each author, each lesson, how important the people are in our lives. And like, really, we're kind of nothing without them. Um, So take care of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And finally, we are on number five, which is Revisit your goals and intentions for the year. So it's the end of March and we are, you know, a few months into the new year. So use this time to think about what did you want to, what did you hope to accomplish in 2018? And we're not saying like, oh, you should have accomplished all your goals by now, but it's just a nice little check in to think about where am I at? What did I want? Did I, am I staying on track? How does it feel? Um, there's two folds to this. We want you to be super patient and forgiving with yourself always. So if you had some really intense goal and you've completely fallen off the wagon, this isn't about beating yourself up, right? So we we always want to come from a place of sensitivity towards ourselves, but also not too much. This is a time to get your ass back in gear. You have to find, it's about hugging that midline and not like spiking too high above it where you're 
yelling at yourself all the time, get your ass in gear, you stupid, you should have done this, blah, blah, blah. Or going too far below it where you're like, it's okay, I'll try next year, I'm never going to do it anyway. So those are the two extremes, right? So we want to get a little bit of like homeostasis, we want to be in the middle, and we want to find the middle ground. So we really encourage you to take a look at if you're into New Year's resolutions or if you're more into sort of long-wind goal setting or if you even just had an idea in your mind of what you wanted to accomplish in 2018, Revisit it um, and think about where you're at now. And this leads me to think about what I, what my goals were. And um, off the top of my head, I know I wanted to get scuba certified, which I did. So that's pretty cool. But I also um, wanted to just really stay committed to my health in a bigger way this year. Um, I've talked about being on a hormonal journey a lot. And with that comes, you know, a commitment to certain foods and lifestyle. And I think I've been pretty good actually, but I've definitely had some slip ups too. So that's something I'm kind of trying to working on, trying to find like my middle ground with that and kind of like, what does my life really look like if I stay completely focused on that, which is, it's just a big commitment. It's a lot, but, um, I think those are like two of my big goals. And then, yeah. What about you? I'm lucky because I have this notebook that I wrote my goals in sitting right in oh my front God, of why me. Why didn't you tell me to bring it? I was up late last night <laughs> after you guys went to bed and I was out here like working till midnight. I had all these crazy ideas zoom into my mind. So then I came out here and I brought the notebook out here and it's just like divine timing. But looking at these notes that I wrote for myself and We've been dropping a lot of podcast references, but we also did a New Year's Eve goal setting intention podcast where we went super deep into reflecting and stating our goals. So we'll link to that too. If if someone could listen to that and let me know what my goals were. (laughs) Just just kidding. (laughs) Report back to Carly. Um, I would say looking at this list, um, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about it because I need to reconnect. One of them is learn how to sail and operate Alfie. Feel like we're getting there. I'm definitely huh. getting there. Not necessarily not. the sailing part, um, but the operation of Alfie. I'm getting there. Um, a daily meditation practice. I've been kind of on and off with it, but I feel I feel decent about it. Uh, the other two that I just want to talk about is I have lead a yoga retreat on here. I haven't led it yet, but I launched it and opened it and invited women to it, and it sold out. And that was an incredible moment. Um. And then there's a lot of other work that needs to be revisited looking at the list. Um, So this is a great reminder. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Okay. So we've talked about five ways to celebrate the spring equinox, to rehash, spring cleaning of your closet and your life, establishing a healthy balance as a woman and finding that middle ground that your cup is full and you can also pour into others refreshing your diet, creating a basket of support, and then revisiting those goals and intentions for the year. Super important. So in conclusion, um, you know, just like your closet, just like anything in your life that you're working on, it's more beneficial to continue to do the maintenance on a day-to-day basis. Uh, we can clean up our closets, organize our lives once a year, and then let the mess build up all over again and consume our lives and then have to do this huge exerted effort to get it back into balance uh, the midline like like Carly was talking about. Or 
we can choose to put the effort forth every day, the small steps that lead to greater change so that we're always on the path and we're not like taking a sharp left turn off the path and then trying to climb our way back towards it. So continue to do the maintenance. Uh, Lastly, if anyone who's listening likes to practice yoga, I want to invite you to step on the mat with me. I have two ways you can celebrate the spring equinox that I'll list out in the show notes. And um, more importantly, not more importantly, the two ways I have to celebrate are really incredible opportunities. But um, I am leading a large community-wide in the Journey Junkie World Yoga Body Boot Camp experience. And this is a seven-day challenge to help you come back to that state of balance. It's seven yoga classes. It's all free. You can do it in the comfort of your home. And there'll be a lot of people doing it right beside you. So it'll be really fun. If you're interested in joining, it starts this Monday, March 26th. And if you're listening at a later date, you can still join. Um, no worries. But all of those links will be in the show notes. And remember, everything we talk about here at Truth and Dare is located at truthanddaremovement.com. If you're tuning in on um, through an app, the links are also in your show notes there. But anything you need from us is over on our website. All the goods are always there waiting for you to dive deeper into these concepts through the show notes and the blog posts. Whew. So thank you so much for joining us, ladies. We really hope this gives you some insight into this seasonal holiday and that you're intrigued and that you want to participate and take part in it with us. So thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week for another conscious conversation. Bye. Bye.